Canal Street into the French Cooter. Cooter. The French Cooter. And, uh, am I recording? Let me make sure. Oh, yeah, I am. I don't want to talk much. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I've gotten so lazy in my grumming. The thing is, with these sound scenes, or whatever we call that, um, you know, the thing of them are. I'm not going to go to... Bourbon Street is disgusting. I mean, it's just a combination of Navy Pier, Hollywood Boulevard, um, Times Square, all the horrible things about the United States wrapped into one. Although the architecture is very pretty, the food is absolutely disgusting, as are the people. Well, not all of them, just the tourists. But beautiful architecture. And... um, uh, lines for fucking everything. Everything has a line. You want coffee? There's a huge line. You want a donut? They call it a Bengay. Huge line. Dinner, line. Everything is a huge line. Although, the exception is... The, what I found out is just leave the fucking French Quarter because it's horrible. Once we get out of the French Quarter, it's nice, like Frenchman Street. I don't know if that's technically French Quarter, but it was lovely, and that's where you go to hear some nice jazz. I did record some, some of that. Maybe I'll place that in my holder, um, if I feel so inclined. I'm not sure. Maybe I won't. And there's people filming movies fucking everywhere. It's just the entire city's a movie set. They're filming some 
Queer as Folk remake. Here's another line for food. Oh, the Ruby Slipper, that's the same place as by our house. The people just love to wait in line for bad food. I don't understand it. I ate here the other day and it made me shit for the rest of the afternoon. And then um, that was horrible. That's the Ruby Slipper. If you want to shit yourself, it's a great place to eat. Uh, recommended highly for the, for shitting. <laughs> I just walked by to make sure everybody heard me say this. Um, what else? Yeah, but the lines, just it's just... And the ser- service... I hate to complain about it because um, <clears throat> Deborah told me that, uh, and she's an expert on everything because she's really smart, that... Um, very smart woman. Uh, that they're really underpaid here. So I don't give a fuck. I, you see that. Like, it's very obvious. Like, I, okay, I went to a restaurant, and this was on Frenchman Street yesterday. And we were just going to, me and my lesbian, we're just going to share a piece of quiche, right? We're just going to share. They had a nice sounding spinach and gruyere quiche that I was finished to uh, eat with her. So that sounds good. So I go up to the counter. This woman says, drinks or food? I said, well, I was hoping to have a cup of coffee. And then I would like a um, uh, quiche. She said, food wait. Food wait 45 minutes. I said, what? The wait for food is 45 minutes. I said, well, I'll just have coffee then. I mean, I'm not going to wait 45 minutes to microwave a piece of quiche, right? So then this other girl comes up to help me to actually make the coffee and the girl who told me the 45 minute wait she whispers to her very loudly obviously she says I told him I told him 45 minute wait <laughs> for food and she's like what? oh okay so and, so and the moral of the story is I stole a spoon from them they had these cute little gold uh, colored uh, demitasse spoons and I stole one I didn't need it but I wanted to punish them for being horrible. Anyway, the point is just this. As a worker, if you want better salary for your work, don't be passive-aggressive. Organize, right? Organize with your other, with your coworkers. Say, hey, look, boss, we're not going to serve people quickly and make you enough money if you don't pay us well. So if, if you don't give us enough money, uh, we're going to tell people uh, 45 minutes away for food and you're not going to make them as much money. Maybe they did that. I don't know. Maybe that's what this is. Or maybe people are just lazy AF here. I don't know if I can know. Why is my nose gurgling? A horrible sound. So where am I? I'm by the Urban Outfitters. It's important to have one of those in a beautiful, quaint city. Let's see, I'm walking across. My corns hurt. My feet have been killing me. Rebuild New Orleans now. Bennett Bienville. Beanville Place, 1997. Who cares? Uh, Okay, so I'm going to cross the street over to the. uh, No, I'm not. Yeah, I am. I'm going to go behind these. My uh, wife calls them Olivia Newton Jones. He doesn't like to call them Karens, he likes to call them Olivia Newton Jones. I still call them Karens because. Got the snot in my nose. Because it just takes too long to say Olivia Newton's John. It just takes too long. Olivia Newton's John. That's plural, right? Or is it Olivia's Newton John? <sighs> That's a pretty sculpture with women. 
One thing I do appreciate about New Orleans is the houses are so beautiful and so unique. There's so many cities where, like in Chicago, everything looks the same. Like, they have ordinances to make sure that, you know, buildings look the same. Certainly in Europe, the same thing, especially like in Holland, where you have to go to your neighborhood block council thing to get your bricks approved, to make sure it's the right color, things like that. But here, they respect the individuality. So you see these houses where they're just loaded with personality. Mm-hmm. Oh, the food is awful. Um, everything is just, that I've had is just salty and rich just for the sake of being so. We went to an expensive French restaurant that was very bitchy last night called Justin's. And we get there. I hate when you make like a 9.15 p.m. reservation because that's all they have. And then you get there and they're like, well, the kitchen's closing at 9.30, so you better get your orders in. Well, bitch, fuck you. You know? Just fuck you because get over yourself and everything. Right? Yeah. Oh, they have a Katrina tour. Airport and Swamp tour. Katrina tour. Ghost and Voodoo tour. What's a Katrina tour? That's weird. How do you tour a hurricane that was apparently out? Like, how many years ago was that? 15? 20? I don't know. 17? <sighs> Katrina. I visited Taffy. Taffy Pulls. People should remember her from this ground. She made me a quilt. Beautiful quilter. And we went out with her. <laughs> She's very fun. She has this cute house in the Ninth Ward. One of the Brad Pitt homes, which I didn't know about this thing, but apparently Brad Pitt built built a bunch of houses here and then he abandoned them and then people are bitching but it's a cute little house she has it's a tiny house and she was showing us like there's this hospital a huge new hospital that was basically a land grab from the poor people in the ninth ward so all these people got flooded out of their homes and instead of rebuilding their homes they built a hospital you'd think a hospital's good on the surface it sounds so but got my schnot but there was already a surf uh a hospital across the street that got flooded out but instead of fixing that hospital they built a new one where the black people used to live which was a nice piece of land near the water I guess which might flood it maybe and you know they just used that to get developers money and everybody got their piece of the pie okay so here's the uh, cafe beignet very crowded big line in the morning because people love to stand on lines here they just love it They love standing in line and they love shitting their breakfast at about 3 p.m. Because when you eat this garbage food, that's what happens. You just shit it out. I don't think I'm going to eat today because I don't want to shit everywhere. we got to check out at 11. I don't think they give a shit here. Normally they don't clean a room until like 3 or 4 p.m. anyway. <laughs> Lazy country. Well... But the Garden District is beautiful. So many gigantic homes, I guess, built by slaves or something. I don't know how. I mean, just, I've never seen such huge homes stuck together so closely, except in Indiana when it was all done recently and kind of artificially, you know, just to maximize suburbness of how horrible the world is. hope I described that well. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Sorry, I'm making that noise because... I got boogers. I guess I'll cross down to the uh, 
to the street with the tranny, the tranny, um, tr I mean transvestite um, people who do the, uh, the, the the thing with the thing, the, um, the mind reading the Sylvia Brown shit. There's a lot of Sylvia Brown shit here in front of this church. So we're going to go over there and then we'll go home. And then the end. End of story. And maybe I'll just... Then I'll just um, I think she said Stella. Stella. I couldn't find the streetcar named Desire. One thing we really enjoyed was taking the streetcars. We took all of them wherever we could, because I like them. It's very autistic to just sit in a streetcar and listen to the bell go clang, clang, clang. But I got my finger all greasy on the streetcar. That was upsetting. Because they have the um, the backs to the street the seats. They're adjustable, so they depending on which way the streetcar is going, they reverse. They're reversible. So they move all the backs of the seats so you, everybody's always facing the front. Which is really cool, like on a Chicago L. You don't get that. They're all facing the same way. But the mechanism and I'm sorry if my breathing triggers your OCD. It certainly will mine if I ever force myself to listen to this myself. Well, there's a troop of Girl Scouts. <laughs> That's fucking disturbing for some reason. <laughs> or maybe they're Catholic school games. Cheryl loves that. I don't remember what I was just talking about. I'm sure it was boring. Where are the... Oh, they're not here yet. Well... I don't see them. Deborah said there was this group of, like a tribe of homeless people that dressed like cavemen, but I didn't see them. Taffy hadn't heard of them either. What else? I want to talk to Taffy, maybe on the grum. She had an interesting story she's telling me, because she's, I don't know what her thing is, but she doesn't have pronouns. But I would define her as sort of sexually, maybe ambiguous, she uses a male name, but Taffy, Taffy's her man name, but she, um, she doesn't care about pronouns, nor do I, nor do I, but, yeah, the psychics aren't here yet, but the wind noise is, so that's cool, I'm just gonna head back to the hotel, but she was saying how, I know I'm gonna get this story wrong, Vignette. Vignette, I'm using French words. I'm in the French cooter. She said that, um, you know, she works at this place where they help LGBT, trans, and all that shit. And it's run by lesbians. Cisgendered lesbians, right? And the sissies are like, um, so they run it. And they demand everybody has to wear their their um, stupid bitch uh, pin. Their pro protein pin. I'm losing my mind. It's too early for me. Their pronoun pin, right? Everybody has to wear a pronoun pin. So you know their pronouns. But Taffy doesn't have pronouns because she's she doesn't have them. She's like, call me whatever you want. Her pronouns are you know in the eye of the beholder pronouns. Kind of like Mama Queen. We've talked about her. You know, some people 
don't like pronouns because they want would rather people guess their pronouns and you know and that's sort of gives an, an insight I don't know it's just some shit like how do you see me well you see me as a man or a woman or a, a them that's interesting so why why would somebody have to have a pronoun pin and they were just desperate like oh no we have to have you put on a pin tab she's like I'm not gonna I don't have pronouns I don't want to wear one they said, but we, we need to know how to address you. We need to make sure we're not misgendering you and mispronouning you. And she's like, well, it sounds like it's more about you than about me. You know, so, in other words, these, maybe these pronouns are just a way to make Karen's feel more comfortable. I don't know. Does that make sense? No. So I can't remember what she ended up doing. It was clever, and I can't remember that, and that, if I remembered, that would be the point of the story. But since I don't remember, we don't have a point. I'm told that uh, Jennifer Coolidge has a house here, and that she occasionally shows up at a uh, bar here called Phoenix. We did go there, but I didn't see her, so my trip is ruined. I would have loved to run into her. I would have been like, hi, girls. That's what she used to say at her every entrance on uh, two, two broke girls. Hi, guys. Do you have a cupcake? Love her. That's why it's a nice day. Start my new job on Monday. It's so weird to have a new job where there's no office. Something new for me. They're mailing me a Cisco phone. <laughs> like, why do I need a phone? Who uses phones? So how am I going to go to the coffee shop and work if I have to have a hardwired phone? Oy vey. Well, we'll figure it out, I suppose. Hopefully nobody will ever call me like my old job. I got my vacation pay, which I thought would pay for this vacation, but boy, the taxes. Oy vey, Samir. But I guess I'm lucky. You know why? Because, because I'm in Chicago, the Chicago office of my old job, I have to, they have to abide by Chicago laws, which require that you can bank and pay out your vacation. And the company the company policy did not require that. So if I didn't work, if I still worked in the Florida location, I wouldn't have gotten any vacation money back. Because I live in Chicago and they have to abide by shitty of Chicago rules, I got, you know, like something like 80 hours of pay from vacation. Of course, most of which went to taxes, but that's another story. So... Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> I really don't like the way my nose is gurgling. I'm just going to do the rest of the show uh, with sound scene because it's going to really bother me if I have to listen to this. I should have blown my nose first. Don't forget to support this grum by supporting my substack. Madge.substack.com um, Only $5 a month You know, yesterday for the first time Ever, I, I think I forgot to do it But it's been hard because You know, on vacation My wife doesn't like me doing work And I really shouldn't, I guess Hopefully I'll do my paper grump from the airplane But I'm recording this on St. Patrick's Day Morning by the time you listen, I'll probably post this on Monday morning, so as I start my new job, pray for me, ladies. 
And I'm just going to record the rest of this from ambiance. Bye. <laughs> Need a Kleenex. Maybe I can use this mask.
wanted you to hear a streetcar go by. I waited for that for you, audience. Streetcar. Named Lampsy. Lampsy. The streetcar. This is the Sheridan where somebody asked me if I wanted to buy meth the other day. A person that worked there. You you know anything about meth? You like to try some meth? Not really, girl. Thanks, though. Thanks. Thanks for the Eurofair. Sounds really like a nice thing to do on a vacation. Get addicted to meth. Thanks. You know how you can tell people from the suburbs in the city, they walk like three miles apart from each other and take up the whole sidewalk. French people do it too. Except in France, they smoke. Oh, there's everybody's leper crowding his hail, crowding his hail. Anyway, it's almost done. I'm just going to wait till I walk in the lobby in case the uh, front desk clerk sasses me, which hopefully she will. <clears throat> Everybody's dressed up for St. Patrick's Day. They look stupid. Even the dogs. some sass for you audience. Bye. Half on page Crazy. I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. 